And welcome to your Friday once again. You know what that means, right? It's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you. And today we have a very special guest, um, which I will get to in a moment. We're going to talk about a very important program that is out there helping the needy. And even though it's not quite the holiday time, I think it's important to talk about this now. Because a lot of times we are under the illusion that the only time that the that the homeless or hungry are needy is in the holidays. And that is kind of a fallacy, which we will hope to help correct on today's show. Before we get to our interview, though, we let's go to Adam with our quote of the day. And this comes from the good, good book here, the Bible, Luke 7, 38. It says, Give. And it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meety withal, it shall be measured to you again. Again, Luke 7, 38. And I chose this because the Bible actually has a lot to say about giving. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about, is giving out of what we have to help those less fortunate than us. And to help talk about this topic, I have welcome. I welcome... Dan Pearson, he runs a ministry called Food Share with his wife, Lori, and we're just excited to have you on the show, Dan. Welcome. Thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be on. All right. Well, let's start with a bit of your personal background. Um, tell us a little bit about how you came to know the Lord. Well, I came to know the Lord at a young age. Um, I would say I was 11 or 12. I... Uh, Except the Lord, I had heard the ministry meeting on uh, Sunday night where they presented the gospel, and uh, it uh, shook me. And uh, that night, I just prayed to God that I, I didn't want to go to hell. There was no other reason to become saved except that I didn't want to be in hell. And uh, that's why I accepted the Lord right then and there. All right. Well, what is your work work background prior to food share? Uh, I was actually a materials manager uh, in a Fortune 500 company, and um, I had worked many years. I had made a very good income, a nice, decent living, and uh, I uh, had migraine headaches. And my migraine headaches, uh, they disabled me because of that. And uh, I went from making a nice income to overnight of making nothing. Wow. And uh, that shocked me. Um, we had four children at the time, and I didn't know what to do. I, uh, so that's how I got into this. I sought a place to find food and find out it was available. All right, and tell us about how Food Share was born. Well, actually, it arrived because I lost my job. And uh, with four children, we had to eat. We had to eat uh, scared. I didn't know where to, to get the food. I found a place to get food. And I found out there was quite a bit of food out there available for people uh, such as myself to be able to feed their families. And I was very, very happy to find that. And when I did, I said, you know, uh, there are other people who are like this who need food. And so we just started looking around for people that uh, really could use food. And it was more that the people came to us. The Lord brought people to us uh, right away. And we were able to help them uh, with food and actually feeding their families. Okay. Uh, can you give us a little bit more specifics on how the food share program works? 
Uh, food share is about one thing. We are really not about food. <laughs> uh, I know food is in our name and everything, but food is really secondary to what we are. What we are really about is the gospel. I do not um, even pretend to think that we are much of a food bank. Even though we have a lot of food, even though that God has provided a lot of food for us, secondary is, is the food. What we're really about is the gospel. We want to take food to people's houses. We take food to people's houses, and when we get there, then we just share the gospel with them. Uh, we'll sit down and we'll talk with them. Many times we'll get a chance just to, to blurt out the gospel at that time, but we get a chance to talk to them and pray with them. And uh, so we share the gospel with them. We share Jesus with them, and from that point, um, opens up doors for further communication with them. That's amazing. Adam, do you have any thoughts or comments or questions for our guest? Yeah, I just got to say real quick, I think it's cool how you guys don't even physically feed people, but you you spiritually feed them too. So you're kind of doing it on both ends, which is kind of knocking out, you know, two birds with one stone there, which is very, very cool. Um, my, my question for you is if somebody's maybe listening and they know of somebody who's going through hard times, or maybe they are themselves, how can someone get help from you guys? Really? It's, it's, it's really simple. They just need to make a phone call. Um, and, uh, we don't even care. Uh, a lot of people say, well, what happens if this person's going to double dip or they're using the system? Guess what? We don't care. <laughs> it's just plain and simple because our, that's not our job. God has given us the job to share the gospel. That's all we care about. So if somebody needs food, we're more than happy to deliver food to them. Do we want someone to double dip and do all that? No, no, but that's not our job. It's not our job to go around and ask them what they do. And and quite frankly, uh, when someone is in a real need, the last thing you want to do is ask them how they spend their money, make them qualify for it, or to make them feel worse than they do already. So we want to keep their, uh, make sure that they keep um, their integrity. You know, their uh, uh, we don't want them to feel lousy. That that's one thing is, it's good to to be with people and help them, but make sure that they feel good about it. And uh, when we get a chance to present the gospel, that's all we care about. So the food thing doesn't matter. It's uh, secondary. Would you like to share your contact information? Our contact information? Yes, we are food share. GR, you can go to com if you wish, or my phone number, and uh, that's okay. You can call me any time of the day. It is 616-890-2997. And uh, you can just, uh, what we really need to know is a name, an address, how many people are in the family, and we do require one thing. We need to know if you have any peanut allergies in the household because we'll make sure that no peanut butter comes in or anything else. That's the one allergy that I'm aware of that could have severe consequences uh, as soon as it enters the home. Yeah, I'm, I'm really familiar with that. My sister herself has some pretty severe peanut allergies and it limits some of the things we can do. Um, even stuff like my favorite restaurants, Chick-fil-A and Five Guys, oh, yeah. are kind of <laughs> off the table for her because of peanut oil. So I know what that's like and we do appreciate knowing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you use yep. volunteers? Yes, yeah, we do. We can use volunteers. Um, we right now currently have 27 teams that are made up of two, three, or four people that go into uh, individuals' houses and deliver these boxes to them. 
um, the, the biggest requirement we have is, first of all, of course, that you're a born-again believer, that you do and do this. So we just have people, we, we teach and train them how to go into people's homes and just to feel comfortable with them. And many times that is just, uh, 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 for a volunteer, is just to be able to pray with the people. And when you pray with them, you have a certain identification with them, you have a certain bond that will stick forever. Um, I don't know what it is, but that happens. You pray for somebody, and they are your friend. And um, they love it, and uh, they will ask you back. So when you take food to somebody, you want to be a volunteer, expect to go more than once because they will want to see you. Now, on that website, which I will link to um, the show notes on our on our podcast blog, so people can click on the blog at speakingforhim.blogspot.com and find this info. But on that website, do you have a place for people to donate financially? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, and uh, we are uh, we are we have a place right now uh, for them to donate. That is very important because we do need the finances. It takes quite a bit of money to run a, a ministry, uh, something that we did not even expect to happen, but it does. There is there's more uh, more money involved in a ministry than I ever thought before. <laughs> I'm learning that more and more every day myself, so I know where you're coming from. Uh, is, do you have any specific prayer requests? Yes. Uh, one thing is for protection. Um, I don't know if anybody has gone out in the public and uh, been able to work in the public. They really need your prayers. Um, one thing about working in the public is, is you never know what you're going to run into. I will honestly say that I have, more times than not, I have been just blown away by seeing the, um, maybe just I would say the result of sin, what you see out in the public, and you want to make sure that you are going to be prepared, uh, that God will prepare you and uh, keep you from a lot of these things, these circumstances that could pop up. We haven't had anything major pop up or anything, but just that could pop up. Uh, God has really blessed us uh, and, and, and really has taken um, uh, taken care and taken charge of many situations. But just prayer for that, uh, prayer that we can speak the gospel plainly. Uh, one thing is so hard is that when we go to, uh, to present the gospel and to speak it, that um, we don't use what we would call Christian terminology. That is very tough. Um, I would rather that somebody come in there and would just pray about it and speak God's words than think they're going to come in and be able to uh, speak these great words for people to come and accept Christ as their Savior. No, it's we need prayer for that. We need real prayer for that. Uh, we need real guidance that we can make sure that we can speak the gospel plainly. Oh, and the, and the best, uh, some of the best gospel preaching, per se, is just people telling their stories. Well, exactly. we uh, we are going to wrap this up, but I just have uh, one last quick two-part question, and that is, uh, do you have a theme verse for your ministry, first of all, and what ministry advice do you have for our listeners? Well, one thing, uh, yes, we do have. Um, it's, it's in uh, Matthew 25, and it was when Jesus said, when I was hungry, you fed me. You know, and they said, when was that, Lord? And he said, when I was hungry, you fed me. And he goes back through, 
And then he says, that was important. And when I was naked, you clothed me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. And those verses have stuck with me. Uh, and that's kind of what we built this around, is when we are able to feed people. And we deliver, that's one of our slogans, we deliver better than food. Okay, it's not just physical food. We deliver better than food. And uh, it might not be a proper English, but that's the way that our slogan is. We deliver better than food. And um, But that's where this, this came from, right here. The, the, our theme verse is, when, you were, when I was hungry, you fed me. Um, that's important. Well, and I, I, I forgot the second part of the question. What was that? Well, do you have any advice for anybody else that might be listening that's in ministry of their own or looking for a ministry of their own? When you want to have a, uh, be in a ministry and you feel that God is pulling you into that ministry, step into it. Okay, I, I'm not a toe tester. You know, when you go next to the river or next to a water, you put your toe in to see how cold it is. Jump in with both feet. <laughs> God will take care of you. He really will. And when you jump in with both feet, and I'll be honest with you, if you say, Lord, I'm willing, He will use you in ways that you never thought before. He will bless you in ways that you never thought before. He's going to bring things in your past, and He will blow your blow your mind. He will blow your mind. And when the mercies are new every morning, and you see that, and you see God's grace, and you see how much that God has allowed you to love people, that you jump in with both feet, God will open the doors. You know, you, you choose the path, and God will direct your steps. I can say unequivocally that I totally agree with that, and I've seen that in my own life. There was a lot of hesitation at first about what steps to take to go into ministry. I was all about the, hopefully, the 9-to-5 full-time job to have a regular life, but that wasn't what God had in mind, and I'm learning and growing every day. Well, we, we thank you so much for being with us, Dan. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, and I'm glad that we could do this, and we will have um, links to your website, like I said, on our blog to this podcast, so hopefully other people can get connected to you and uh, keep sharing the gospel, keep loving people, keep doing God's work. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. God bless you. All right, folks. Well, that's it for today. Um, but I just wanted to say continue to be in contact with this ministry. Uh, get excited about the 100th podcast, which is upcoming in the coming weeks. Make sure you send us any feedback you have for us and subscribe on iTunes and or Stitcher. Thank you very much for being with us, as I said already, and have a great weekend, and like I always say, keep serving the best of masters.